Well, hello, listeners, and welcome to Rapier Publishing Company's podcast. You'll be hearing from us at least twice a month, so continue to stay tuned and just welcome again. I'm Fanny Pierce. I'm the CEO and publisher of Rapier Publishing Company, and I welcome you again. We're excited that you have joined in to listen to the podcast, and we're excited that we get to share with you what we are doing at Rapier, or as I like to say, RPC. Yes, we are a publishing company, but our main focus is you, the author. We partner with you in making your voice become the voice in print it needs to be. Our main goal is to bring out what God has instilled in you. And as I stated before, your voice in print so people can get a chance to read what you have published. Last week, we had a great time. We spoke to author ZJ Phillips about his books, Wyatt, The Water Drop Runs for President, and The Water Cycle with Wyatt, The Water Drop, as we celebrated Read Across America. We're going to continue on that vein, and we're going to continue to celebrate Read Across America. We have some great things in store for you. We have an interview with one of our authors, Joe Brown. Mr. Brown, he has published 10 books with Ray Pierre, and all of them are just fantastic. They're phenomenal. They teach young children a lot of things that morals, values, and, and also how to work and share with other people. So we're excited that Mr. Brown is with us today. But first, let me just reiterate what we talked about last time about Read Across America. The purpose of Read Across America was to get readers, young people, old people, everyone interested in reading again to make it enjoyable because to me, as a child growing up, I remember the term reading is fundamental. And to me, that's so important even today. But what is Read Across America? Read Across America is basically a date that we celebrated our favorite activity. Okay, it may not be everybody's favorite activity, but for many of us, it's reading. It was established by the National Education Association in 1998 to help get kids excited about reading. The day occurs each year on the birthday of beloved children's book author, Dr. Seuss. So a perfect way to celebrate is to put on that hat, you know, that red and white hat and read one of his favorite tales like One Fish, Two Fish, Red Fish, Blue Fish, or my favorite, Green Eggs and Ham. On National Read Across America Day, students, teachers, parents, and community members Around the nation, they came together to read books and celebrate the joy of reading. And because it was such a day that we celebrated reading, I would like to just continue to have the listeners know that reading is still fundamental and that instead of sometimes picking up social media, that podcast or looking at a movie, those things are great. But pick up a book and just get lost in a book. I, I remember when I was a young girl, going to the library with my sisters and my friends, Shell and Sharon, across the street from us. And we would just go to the library, eagerly go every Saturday morning, and we would just get some books. We would return books, and we get so many more books. And every Saturday, that was our thing we did in the morning. I remember reading about Henry Huggins and Ramona and Beezus, Pippi Longstocking, all of those books, Nancy Drew, they were part of my childhood. Today, your books made, I remember it came out, The Babysitter Club. That came out a little after we got older as teenagers, but my sister enjoyed The Babysitter Club. We just love reading. And even today as a publisher, 
reading is a privilege and a luxury to me. I love reading. I still love to get behind a book. My husband said that whenever I get behind a book, I lose all concept of life around me. I don't believe that, but he says that I just I just love reading. And it's no wonder I'm a publisher, but now I get a chance to publish other people's books. They can get the joy of having a book published where other people can read their books. So I'm excited about today. And I, I just encourage all of you parents of young children, go to the library or go on Amazon or wherever you wanna go and get a book for your child to read. Reading is fundamental. Author's tip of the day, competitive analysis. Who is your competition? And what is your competition doing to promote and market their books? You need to see what others are doing to promote books that are similar to your book. Do not get fearful because you think they're doing a better job. Everyone is in the same boat. It's just some of us get out of the boat while some of us stay in. But you need to know what your competition is and you need to know what they're doing. And sometimes don't reinvent the wheel. Just learn what they're doing. We're all in it together and just work together and get your book out. But you need to know the competition. That's our tip of the day. Thank you. Well, listeners, as we promise you, we have Joe Brown as we continue to celebrate Read Across America, which was on March the 2nd, um, 2021. But we're going to continue with reading across America because I really believe that reading is still fundamental. So, Mr. Brown, how are you? How are you doing? Mr. Brown is the author of many um, children books. I, I think the last count is 10. How are you, Mr. Brown? I'm doing well today. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, it's my pleasure always talking to you, Mr. Brown. I want to say hello. Um, just tell us a little bit about yourself and um, just say hi to our listening audience. Well, I grew up and was born in Atlanta, Georgia, and I'm still a native here. Um, I, of course, graduated from West Fulton High School in 1968, so I'm kind of an old guy, but I've been around a little while. I love reading. And I love writing books. That's the reason why I wrote the 10 books that I have, basically to give some compassion, patience, and restraint teaching techniques to children. Wow. Okay. So my question to you, um, how are you doing in this during this pandemic? So what are some challenges that you are facing? I know for me, it's um, always... What do I? What am I going to eat? Well, for me and um, Pete, who y'all don't know, my is my husband. But it's always, what are you going to eat? So, what are some challenges that you're facing during this pandemic? Well, the biggest challenge I think that I faced, of course, is um, trying to get out and be among the public. I'm, I'm really a personable kind of guy. I like being around people. Unfortunately, during this time, I have to have to keep my distance away from a lot of my family and friends, but I tell everyone that if I have not associated with you prior to March of 2020, then I probably won't see you until after the pandemic is over. So I'm trying to keep my distance. That's the hardest thing because, again, I'm, I'm a very much a people person. Yeah, this, this pandemic has really affected so many 
well, all of us and um, so many people um, just had have been going through. So it is hard. You know, we you can't really go out to restaurants, you know, without wearing a mask. Some of us don't even want to go to a restaurant. So it's, it's challenging. And who would have thought that in 2021 we'd still be facing this? I know I, I didn't. I thought really when the warm weather hit in the spring of last year or, well, really the summer of last year, it will be over with, but who would have thought in 2021 and still in March, we'll still be dealing with, dealing with a pandemic. It's, it's a lot, but you know, I believe when I say this, this too shall pass, this too shall pass. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, you have 10 children books with us, 10 children books. And I'm a audience. I'm gonna let you know, there are zoom boom, the scarecrow and friends be tidy or not be careful don't be a bully. Fire with Matthew the the Crow. The Money Tree with Anthony Ant. Theo the Thief with Zoom Boom and Buttons the Bullfrog. Tall Tales with Lyman the Liar and Zoom Boom. Water Worries with Graham Crackers and Zoom Booms. And the last one was For Those Who Care, Share with Breedy the Thoroughbred. Thur- Did I get them all? Yes, ma'am. You got <laughs> each and every one. <laughs> that did I get them all? That's all I wanted to say. You said I did, right? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. I really enjoy um, working with you to publish these two books. So tell me a little bit about um, the books and um, how you come up with them, and what's what's your what? How did you come up with the 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 the, the main character Zoom Boom? Well, the books actually were written, I actually wrote 21 books uh, in 2005 uh, prior to the birth of my oldest granddaughter, who, of course, is now 16. Uh, but I wrote those books basically as bedtime stories. And for years, uh, I was looking for someone to publish a book as well as an animator. Now, I do some drawing myself. In fact, most of the things for those books, I've actually uh, did a layout more or less so that the Illustrated wouldn't have as much trouble trying to uh, put the books together to do a layout. And it's helped, I think, in making the publishing a lot easier for the books. But the theme is based upon a a scarecrow. And I even had my oldest granddaughter ask me, say, well, uh, G-Pod because that's what they call me. Is that really you? I said, well, yes, I have to admit, Zoom Boom, the character is me. I'm the person who wants to go around and fix everything, and I want children to learn and I want them to develop the right kind of skills that may not be taught at home, but somehow uh, with my books and and with the assistance of a loving, caring community, parent and or friend and or relatives to give them some of the teaching skills that they may very well need to help in this world that they're going to face when they get a a little bit older. But yes, the the books um, basically center around, like say, a um, straw man character, and these are of farm friends that he, of course, has encompassed, has surrounded himself with, that are trying to uh, more or less stay afloat during some trying times. We are all facing some times now, and Zoom moves you off to make sure that everything goes correctly and goes straight. And he, of course, has uh, uh, has had many opportunities to either bring himself in as the hero or to help someone else figure out a situation that might get them out of trouble. Right. And each book has a moral. 
Um, and that, that's what I like about the books. They, the series Zoom Boom, the Scarecrow series, they each have a moral like with um, the money tree with Anthony Ant. It just doesn't tell kids to um, why you should save money. It tells them why you sh- should in, a, in a, a way that they would understand. It's like, um, hey, you can spend it on candy. You can spend it on things and video games. But just also save a little bit of money. And it also talks about how to go about saving. You know, even as a, a, a child, they can learn basic saving skills just by reading that book. Another book is Don't Be a Bully. Um, I think this is one of my favorite ones is because um, in this day and time, you're not just bullied at school or on the playground. You're also bullied in social media. So in that book, you you really hit um, hit it well with um, the, the character in the book was not only being bullied outside, but also on social media. And you got the parents and the teachers involved. So um, listeners, every one of Mr. Brown's books um, Joe Brown books, they have a moral story to it that can that your child can really relate to. And um, I, I really love that about the book series, just getting to know you. I think that his character, that's you. That's you. You know, that's you. <laughs> well, you know, I, I, the, the, the book, um, of course, The Money Tree, and it talked about saving for children. I have always saved my money. I thought it was the, the best thing in the world to of course, share my techniques or, or my attitude about saving money at an early age. In fact, I'm teaching my granddaughters now to save their money because as they grow older uh, and enter into the, the um, world of, of, of a career, they've got, got to manage their money. Sometimes it's, it's a lot easier to do that when you've had the right kind of training at home. And, you know, nothing in the world beats good credit. You can't get a job without good credit. You can't get a home without good credit. You can't get a car. You can't even publish a book without good credit. So to teach those kind of techniques a little bit early in life, I think goes a long, long way. Not to say that the parents are not doing it, because the parents will do it as well. But, again, my books are as a helping and a teaching tool, just to assist. Yeah, and, and one book was even Water Worries with Graham Crackers and Zoom Boom. That dealt with water conservative. What is it? Conservative. Conservation, conservation, not only conservation, as well as protecting the environment. You know, we have a lot of problems here in Atlanta. In fact, just today, they were talking about the uh, Chattahoochee River, which runs through the city of Atlanta, being protected, and our waterways, of course, are being polluted. And, you know, again, children have all kinds of opportunities and all kinds of books that they can read. But my books are basically, again, centered around how I feel about it. I've put a lot of who I am and what I think and what I feel into these books. So anything that you read about, if someone's stealing, I excuse me, have had uh, several burglaries at home, my first home that I own, um, dealing with bullies. I've been bullied before, and I, actually my youngest granddaughter has been bullied as well. So all of these books basically center around who I am, though, again, I, I try to mask a lot of of what I am, what I do as Zoom Boom the character. A lot of this is real true life facts. Yeah. And even though it character it surrounds about you, it's for it's for all of us. Um be tidy or not, where the character, you know, one is tidy, one is not, but they're friends. And I yeah. love Be Tidy or Not. I think it's one of my favorite ones is because, you know, everybody's not like you. So can it's like can we all get along? Because everyone's not like 
everyone. And be tidy. Some of us are neat. Some of us are not. Um, I'm a little bit neater than my husband. He cannot, what, say that's not true, but I still love him, although sometimes he still doesn't pick up his socks, you know. <laughs> but now I find myself not picking up my socks. So guess what? He doesn't pick up his socks. He Now he picks up his socks, and now I find myself not picking up my socks. So I, I think Be Tidy or Not is my one of my favorites because it really talks about liking a friend for a friend um, and not because of some of the things that they do or don't do. So I think, um, what what's your favorite? I know you love all of them, but what's your favorite well, if you have to say a favorite? I think uh, Be Tidy or Not, being that it is probably the bestseller of the 10 books that I've written, I love that a lot. But I think for me, the funniest one, of course, is uh, Lyman the Liar. Most people don't think about you know, children lying and whatever case may well be. But if you start off a pattern of lying, it's hard to believe you. And my mother always told me to, you know, tell the truth. And though you may still get in trouble, just always be truthful about things. And uh, we shouldn't shame anyone for, for lying, but we want them to understand that it, it is detrimental to their growth and to people uh, accepting them as being honest if they tell the truth and, and not be caught in a situation with a lie. I think the last book that I wrote, of course, which is um, Those Who Care Share, it even talks in, in reference, I think, some of the things that are going on uh, this year as well as last year during the pandemic. Um, there, there was a lot of people who wanted to think more about themselves, and this is what Breedy does. Bree is, is someone who's self-centered and has pride and vain, and she only thinks about herself until, of course, she runs into trouble. And like you said, yes, my books bring about compassion, patience, and restraint. Three of the qualities I feel like that everybody should have and everybody needs to practice, especially during these trying times, because we're all in this pandemic together. Wear your mask and, and do the things that are right. Keep your distance and always know that you care about somebody else as opposed to yourself. And as you saw, uh, as, as you wrote, read the book, that in the very end, when everything had happened to her, she then turned to her friends who forgave her for acting the way that she did and wanted to help her in spite of her of the way that she had acted. Yeah, I, I like that. I, and like I said, listeners, all of um, the Zoom Boom book series um, by author Joel Brown, it just it, it, it points kids to do the right thing. Um, you know, be a better person, be a better citizen and help one another out and that's what I, I love about the book so it, it was a it's a been a privilege and was a privilege to publish those books because they sometimes took me back to some things that I needed even as an adult so I know mm -hmm. if I needed the children needed too so that's worked out well hey but Mr. Brown today um on March the 2nd we did celebrate Read Across America and I wanted to just continue with it because um, reading is, to me, is fundamental. I love reading. As a child, I love reading. Um, I read a lot of Dr. Seuss books. That's who we were celebrating when we did Read Across America. So mm -hmm. um, we celebrate that. And, and why is reading important to you? It's important to me because as a child, it gives you an opportunity to travel throughout the world. It gives you an opportunity to see how people can transfer their thoughts 
and and maybe even their experiences into a writing uh, experience for you to read. You can become a part of what you read just by closing your eyes sometimes and sitting back and imagining. You know, people who read books usually are the ones who excel in school. They're the ones who make the better grades, and they're the ones who want to do a little bit further research. You find out a little bit about this thing. Let me read a little bit more, but more or less for pleasure, um, to get under a nice shade tree during the summer and just sit back and read. gives them one a, a, a sense of serenity and peace. And during these trying times now that we have been isolated, uh, sometimes the days are not always you know sunny and bright, and you have to find yourself in, in school and sitting at a computer. Sometimes it's just good to get a great escape. So reading, to me, helps, again, your mind to, to uh, travel a little bit as well as experience some, some new things about learning. Anytime you can learn something different, then you have advanced your, your uh, ability to know what's going on in the world. Yes. Back um, in, the, I think, the 80s or late 70s, one of them, um, the, the term was reading is fundamental. That was etched in my mind, and I, I, I still believe today that reading is fundamental. In fact, it's necessary to be able to really go in the future because, like you said, if, 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 if you're having a problem with reading, um, you, you're lost a little bit, you know. You still okay. need to read to um you need to read to do everything you know to sign a check to um complete a interview or, or uh, um, do a resume or a job application even if you're doing online you have to read the questions to answer to, to um to answer them so reading is to me fundamental and i i love reading but um how how do we get today's youth and i'm not saying this in a bad way i'm saying there has to be balance. Um, I know, like, people will say, well, you're older, you don't understand. I do understand. I'm not that old. Um, yeah. But today's youth, they're so, I know for my great nieces and nephews, okay, I am older. <laughs> so, <laughs> but I yeah. promise you I'm not. I promise you I'm not. But um, they love the Internet. They love social media. They And um, I don't even, they love TikTok. Um, how do we get them off of social media um, you know, just for a break, for balance, and get them to read a book. What? How do we do that? What's your perspective on that? Well, you know, the thing that I, I did, uh, I got some of the uh, books from some of the known authors um, to my granddaughters, books that they had never read before and books that I was familiar with, and I asked them to read them. And I said, now, what I want you to do, I want you to give me a book report on what you've read. Old and I was so surprised that they actually took the books, read them, and said that they didn't, they enjoyed them. See, to me, it's up to the parents. We hold the key. We are the ones to help perpetuate their reading skills and their desire to read. Because, you know, if, if, if it's left up to them alone, some, some may, some might decide that they want to read. And again, if you want to have them imagine things or have visions or have dreams or have desires, anything that you can want to do or want to learn is in a book. It can tell you, again, how to become a great scientist or it can tell you how to plant a garden or it can tell you, again, what, for instance, for me, I like reading the National Geographic because 
I don't get a chance to travel like I, I'd like. So I look at the National Geographic. It's got nice pictures, but it also has nice articles. It tells you about uh, the different people in the world because I realize we're not the only people uh, on, on this planet Earth that live in America. There are other people in other lands with other cultures and, and, and other things that they do. It's nice to read about those things. So starting out, a child reading a, um, a storybook gives them a chance to broaden and, and heighten their imagination. And moving from that until something, again, that's going to be more or less scientific, because it's always nice to discover things, in my opinion. Um, children, of course, have to be pulled away from the Internet and pulled away from these games. But even, like you said, you can't learn anything unless you're able to read. Reading and writing. I also felt like, again, they, they work uh, synonymous with each other. They took cursive out of the schools for a while, and I thought that was one of the worst things they could have ever done. Because, again, a child needs to know how to read and write. Yes. And this, again, is, is part of helping them to become responsible adults. I would dare say, I don't know the statistics, but I would dare say that a lot of the people who end up being uh, prisoners in our penal system probably have read at a second, third, maybe even fourth grade uh, level of reading as well as writing. And it's because they did not expand or expound upon the knowledge or, or intellect that they needed by not reading. I'm seeing more kids um, during this pandemic reading a book, an actual book. So that's that's a kudos to parents. And um, I went to Barnes & Noble bef- and I saw um, actual parents taking their kids to Barnes & Noble, picking out books to read. So um, reading is fundamental, and I, I encourage all of you to um, just read a book. It's like Mr. Brown said, it could take you places you've never been before, and you can find yourself in a book. I, I love reading a book, and I get my husband says when I pick up a book, I don't hear nothing. And I don't know if that's true, but that's what he says, okay? So. Well, I think it has a lot to do with focus. And, uh, again, if you, as an adult and as a parent, if you take that book and you let that child read that book and you sit there with them, read the book along with them, you can explain certain things that are going on in the book. They may not understand even at three or four years old. But if you sit there with them, and they may have questions. Kids are always full of questions. They have question after question. And it's easier for them to understand what's going on if you take an interest in what they're reading. Now, my mother, uh, bless her heart, when I was a, a, young, a young boy, she would read the comics to me. And she'd always put the little innuendos in there. She'd make the little sounds and you know, of, of, of the dog barking or the cat meowing. And that you know, like my interest in wanting to read. I want to know what she was reading. I want to bring those characters alive on the paper, the, the comics, you know, in the, the newspaper. So, again, it all goes back to the parents. The parents have to initiate the interest in reading, sit there with that child, work with them, talk to them about the book, and share their interpretation so that the child will understand. That gets, in my opinion, the child interested in reading. Right. And one thing about reading that we can't um, miss is that reading is fundamental, but comprehension is very important, too. They go hand Absolutely. in hand. So you can you may can read the words, but can you comprehend it? Comprehend them, rather. Absolutely. And so we have to bring them there together. Reading is also like comp- comprehending what you're reading. 
Mr. Ground, we're about to um, wrap this up, but um, I have to ask you, um, where do you where are you going from here? What what's some? I know you have you you just published ten books. So what what's your next thing? What are some of the next things that you're going to do um, in the future? Well, I like, of course, you know, as I said earlier, uh, you know, in your interview, that I actually have written 21 books, and I'd like to get, of course, those uh, 11 that are left uh, published. Also, to uh, hopefully travel once, of course, the you know pandemic and traveling restrictions have been uh, lifted. Travel to certain states. I uh, have not had opportunity to go to California. In fact, I was scheduled to go to California last year, and when the pandemic hit. Uh, I was not able to attend a book fair there in uh, San Diego. Also, uh, New York, I had an opportunity to participate in the Soulful um, Book Fair in Chicago in 2019, as well as the Decatur uh, Book Fair here in uh, in the Atlanta area. Actually, that's my second year. I, I participated in 2016 and in 2019 for the Decatur Book Fair. So I'm looking to uh, expand uh, the exposure of the books, uh, however I can, either through social media, Facebook, doing some advertising. I've, I've contacted a couple of the uh, um, TV stations here to see, again, what their prices may be for advertising. So I'm, I just got to get the books out there. You know, you can have a wonderful book, a wonderful product, but if, if it doesn't reach anybody, then what good is it? So right. exposure, again, is the key. So I'm, I'm going to try to work again on the, the next 11 books that uh, I have as well. So you can be assured that I'll be contacting you. I know, to I know. And I love it. I love it. I just love it. <laughs> and uh, just trying to make, again, make a uh, an effort, concerted effort to try to get the books more exposure. That's mm-hmm. all. And I, I think this podcast is going to help. And um, um, you can, uh, Mr. before I go, um, just a couple more questions, but, uh, where can we get copies of your books? My books are available uh, online. Of course, you can order them from my website, www.zoomboomscarecrow.com, or you can order them through Amazon, Books a Million, Walmart, <clears throat> excuse me, or B. Dalton. So there are, there are lots of avenues, or you can contact me personally. Of course, if you go to the my website, the www.zoomboomscarecrow.com, it will give you an opportunity to actually look at the book. So you click on the book cover, it will give you a brief description of the book. And if you think that you like it, then click on that and you can order the book right from the website. So uh, it's an, an opportunity to, again, get the books through um, the social media or Facebook. You can go that way. Or again, you can go to the uh, Amazon and or Walmart website in order as well. Okay. Hey, um, as an author, just Mm -hmm. um, on a side note, what can you tell other authors what they should know before they get their books published? What are some, um, some things that you want to tell them before they decide to get um, their books public, their book published? Well, as a children's book author, it was my thought process, first of all, to see how these books would appeal to age groups three through seven, because that's the, the genre and the age group that I, I, I uh, wanted to target. 
I wanted to make sure that the books were relative to any time span because, of course, you know, a book published in 2015 should be just as relevant as a book that's been published in 2021. The same uh thought processes or the same teaching should be um, relevant then, should be relevant now. So think about, again, what you want to do. I, again, built this theme around a scarecrow because there was no ethnicity involved. If he's not black, he's not white, he's not brown, he's not red, he's not Asian. He's a scarecrow. He's made out of straw. But his heart, his compassion, his thought, his... his uh, um, heroism, his attitude, and his compassion, those things come through regardless to what he is or how he's being presented. So those are the things that I had to look at as an author and to what audience did I want my books to appeal to. I've, I've been very fortunate, very blessed that the books have done as well as they were. I was real surprised that they, they did as well as they were uh, have done. But it, again, I'm also pleased that I've had an opportunity to work with, with Rapier and you, uh, Ms. Pierce, because, again, for well over 15 years, I was unable to find a publisher or find someone that I felt like that I could work with or was willing to work with me that would, could bring in an animator, someone, or illustrate someone who could could, could uh, put my thoughts and, 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 and my drawings into a real-life publication, and would be presented into a bookstore. So I, I revel at the fact, and I'm grateful and blessed to have had God put you in my life and, and move me along a path where I felt like now my books are being published, and hopefully people are enjoying reading them. Oh, don't make me cry. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's the truth. Oh, thank it's you so much. Yeah. One thing about Rapier, we always tell the authors that we team with you. It's not our book, it's your book, and it's really not your book, it's the people's book, and our job is to get your voice in print as we partner with you. We are here to help you get your voice in print. So thank you, Mr. Brown. I'm just just, just privileged and honored to publish your books and um, listen the Zoom Boom book series, there are 10, there are 10 of them, and I promise you, you will enjoy all of them. They're available on Amazon.com, Walmart.com, BarnesandNoble.com, and other books, um, sites that sell books. Um, get your copies today, and when you get them, read them. Read them to your children. I promise you, they have a good story, and when you read them, write, go on those sites and write a review. Write a good review. And um, thank you again, um, Mr. Brown. That's all we have. But we just look forward to working with you. And um, thank God that you allow us to publish your book. And you continue to be Zoom Boom Strong. Okay. All right. Well, <laughs> it's, it's been my pleasure to work with you. Thank you so much for an opportunity to talk to you about my books. I look forward to meeting with you real soon again because book number 11 is coming out soon and we can't wait we cannot wait yes hey, absolutely god bless and continue to be safe okay thank you you do the same uh, thanks for the opportunity bye-bye bye-bye okay listeners that's all we have thank y'all for coming we really enjoyed ourselves today but tune in next time and we'll talk about the process of publishing a book you don't want to miss it i promise you and we will also speak with another Ray Pierce author. 
it's time to say bye. But I just want to let you know, if you're interested in becoming an author with Rapier Publishing Company, please visit our website at www.rapierpublishing.com or you can email us at Fanny P, that's F-A-N-N-I-E, lowercase, at rapierpublishing.com or customer service at rapierpublishing.com. You can always call us 334-258-6181 and please follow us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We would love to hear from you. If you have questions, just drop us an email on Facebook or at our website. Until then, write your vision down, partner with us, and get your voice in print. Become an author with Rapier Publishing Company. Now, may the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. God bless and be safe. And thanks for listening. Talk to you soon. Bye.